Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Voices of Social Change. My name is Josh Shookman, and this is the podcast where we share the stories of social entrepreneurs and the movements they create. So whether you're an aspiring change agent or a cause-based leader, this is the podcast dedicated to you, where we get you the resources and the tools you need to create business that makes a dollar and a difference. Hey again, and welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Real quick, before we break into our interview, just want to highlight, if you're not already a part of the community at Social Change Nation, please come join us there. It's Social Change Nation that puts on this podcast, and this podcast really represents the heart of Social Change Nation, our our heartbeat of our movement is really this podcast where we share these stories. But our overall goal is to build a community of social entrepreneurs and change agents. That's what we're all about at Social Change Nation, and we want you to become a part of that. This movement is really your movement, and we want you to become engaged and to join these stories, to comment on these podcasts, to keep up with us. And the best way to do that is to run to socialchangenation.com, and you can link up with us, sign up. I will send you a newsletter. We do that two times a month. Uh, We certainly don't inundate you with, with things up here but we do try to keep you up to date in terms of what's going on with cause-based business, social entrepreneurship, and keep that conversation going and make sure we get you the tools and the resources you need as you're either building your movement or working toward building your movement. As a bonus, when you sign on as well, uh, we will give you a totally free gift, a guide we've created, the 10 keys to building a successful cause-based business. These are lessons we've learned interviewing social entrepreneurs from all over the world. Again, that's yours for free. I just sign on and we don't inundate you. It's just a matter of signing on. It allows us to keep you up to date in terms of what's going on in the Social Change Nation community and what's going on with this podcast at at Voices of Social Change. Also allows you, by the way, to join the conversation. We do this podcast as a conversational component. We want you to be a part of it. We want you to come in and comment on the podcast we do and let us know if there are other movement leaders that you think we should interview. If you would like to be interviewed, we would love to share your story. Again, this is a community. Everything that we do at Voices of Social Change with the podcast and at Social Change Nation, again, our website, socialchangenation.com, everything we do is designed, dedicated to building that community. And so we want you to become a part of it. Easiest way to do that is run to socialchangenation.com and you'll see how to link up with us. Also, you can see all of our old podcast episodes, listen in to any topics that interest you and, and feel free to comment and again, join that conversation. So we'd love to have you as part of that. Okay. Without further ado, let's go ahead and tune in for today's interview. Well, howdy, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Social Biz Showcase podcast, broadcasting proudly, usually from the Kansas City Startup Village. Today, I'm actually in downtown Kansas City for one of my first live interviews. As you know, most of these interviews are on Skype because I'm interviewing folks around the world. But I just so happen to be here with Kyle Fitzgerald, who 
is a local social entrepreneur with a local social business called Life Equals. Really excited for the interview today. Really excited to hear Kyle's story, his insights, and just some stories from the trenches about running a social business and a cause-based business. I'm especially excited because he specifically has the one-for-one model, which I'm, I'm really interested in. We've talked about a lot with a lot of interviews that I've had. It's something I write on a lot. So really interested just to see some practical things behind that. So really looking forward to this chat with Kyle. Like I said, Kyle runs Life Equals, a local company here in Kansas City. It's a one-for-one vitamin company, meaning that for every vitamin that you would buy, they give another children's multivitamin to undernourished children in 44 countries worldwide and then 33 states right here in the United States. So Kyle, I've told my listeners just a little bit about you, but I want to go ahead and let you take it away now. Talk to us about you personally, because we do want to get to know you as a person and what brought you to this stage of your life, but then also uh, tell us about Life Equals and unpack a little bit more than I just did. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Josh, for having me on the program this morning. I'm excited. Heard good things about the program, so I'm honored to present the Life Equals story and kind of share the movement with you and your listeners. So like you said, we started Life Equals here in Kansas City. I'm originally from a small town uh, in northeast Kansas, grew up there. Went to school, got a uh, traditional background in architecture, so totally unrelated, but it seems like a lot of people who are starting companies are designers as a background, which is interesting. And part of how that ties in is, you know, in the design field, you learn how to solve complex problems and manage groups of people and do project management, and that all is what's at the core of what I do every day with Life Equals. So my wife and I lived here in Kansas City. She was at KU Med at the time, and so... As a part of that, we had access to a lot of professionals, and we had a product that we needed ourselves, our first product, Focus and Energy, and that kind of grew from a personal uh, project to see if we could make a product that filled a niche in the market for a product that was all-natural and long-lasting to provide you calm energy. So there was a lot of energy drinks at the time, and that's kind of how it all got started. So from that one product, we shared that with customers, and you know, it runs away with itself, as as a good idea does. So now we have 10 products that are all doctor-formulated and recommended. Uh, We partnered with Kansas City Internal Medicine. uh, We're their official vitamin line. So as we've grown that, we've brought on those more products. We've sold nationally online at lifeequals.com. And kind of the innovative uh, technology-oriented piece around that is we don't offer just one-time orders. We do subscription as well. So we have customers who take their products every single month. They can go on there, get free shipping, and a discount, and it's delivered conveniently to their door every single month. Terrific. Yeah, and then as well as online, we also sell in wholesale retailers here in Kansas City, including Whole Foods Market, which was a huge shark for us to tackle. I remember <laughs> reading that. Yeah, it was a big win, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, they're a behemoth. You know, they have yeah. a big process to go through, but they've been an amazing partner. Uh, we filmed on the Fox 4 Morning Show in their uh, in their retail locations, we've got a couple events coming up with them this week. As a matter of fact, so and you could also find us in Hyvee. Okay, terrific. Well, and I usually wait to unpack kind of the mechanics of the business till a little later in the interview, but I really want to jump on something you just said because yeah. this is something I, I talk to a lot of people about. You talk about Whole Foods. Talk to me about how important it was to them, how important your social mission was to them in terms of deciding to bring you on. Because I know that's something that is generally important to Whole Foods. Talk, talk to me about that. How, how, what kind of role did that play in those conversations? Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, Whole Foods has thousands of products in our category, you know, this kind of wellness industry, specifically dietary supplements. So it's a $30 billion industry in the United States with 140 million people that use vitamins every day. So in that space, I mean, it's been around for 40 years. It's been 
doing the same thing they've been doing forever. So we come at this from a very different standpoint and say, not only do we want to bring a product to the market that can help our customers themselves get better health, but we want to reciprocate that good and have it make an impact in a child's life. And that story really struck home with them. It helped us stand out not only as a local vendor, but we're already approved for the whole Rocky Mountain region. So as we go, as we grow and we go to expand, we've already got kind of a home with Whole Foods. So it was that one-for-one mission because we are the only one in this huge industry that does a one-for-one. So for literally every vitamin in every single bottle, we match that by donating a children's chewable, a children's uh, multivitamin. Okay. Yeah, I, I love that. We're going to let that be a teaser for now, but okay. we'll, we'll get into uh, the, the details of the business. But I just love that so much. I wanted to latch on to that because I think that's that's hugely important and a huge message for, for anyone listening okay. in terms of distinguishing yourself and telling your story. So love that. So we will come back to that. Okay. But first, Kyle, I want to shine the spotlight on you just a little bit more. Here at Change Nation, we're, we're all about inspiration. And I'm, I'm a quote junkie. I say that all the time. <laughs> um, so... I, do you have just an inspirational quote or mantra that sticks in your head every day that drives what you do here? Oh, man, I'm sure I do. Um, well, you know, I worked in the design office for four years uh, doing master planning for cities, doing retail and residential development. And I just realized that I think I have a lot more potential to do something really profound and so something that I heard multiple times in my last year working in the kind of the corporate world was the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. So here I am sitting at my desk and I keep hearing this. And anytime I hear the same message a couple of times in a week or a couple of times in a month, I know that there's something, there's got to be something buried beneath that. So realizing that if I just keep doing what everybody else is doing, then I'm probably going to do just what everybody else is doing. I'm never going to do this profound thing that I think I can have as a part of my story. So that's something that has really stuck with me. And I apply that to life equals and our team and say, you know, if you're doing the same thing every day and you're expecting Y to happen, but Z keeps happening, then you probably need to change what yeah. you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I love that. And one of my favorite things about doing all these interviews is when I hear themes develop across the interviews. And you've just really latched on to one that I'm pretty consistently hearing. And it's this theme that when you have something that you need to do with your life, it, it won't let go of you. That's right. You can, you can try and ignore it, but it's going to keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back until you either do something about it or just learn how to deal with it. But it's not going away. No, that's right. And if yeah. you keep ignoring that, eventually, you know, it kind of eats you away. You have like a little bit of your soul is leaving every month, every day. You're sitting at your desk and you're saying, I really should be going and doing this. And I'm not. So somebody told me the other day, you know, you're either building your own dream or someone's going to hire you to build theirs. <laughs> so you figure out which way you want it to go yeah. and act on it. Yeah. Which is tough. I mean, it's really tough to leave the security of a salary and launch headlong in this, you know, winding path of being an entrepreneur. But it's totally worth it, especially when you can involve this one for one or this social change in your business. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you're doing something really good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it drives you. And I love that perspective of, you know, it takes away a little bit of your soul every day. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, that's terrific. And like I said, just hitting on a major theme. I hear everyone saying one way or another. I know it's been true in my life as Good. well. Good. <laughs> this is a, a product of that. Yeah, absolutely. So, and it's yeah. really, I'm, you know, I want to thank you again for just kind of bringing all these stories together into this stream of consciousness because it really can make an impact when people realize that this isn't just an, a one-off idea or a tertiary market. This is something that's coming really to the center, especially with millennials yeah. who are this next great generation following the baby boomers. 
that have the possibility to make real change. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and that's I I really appreciate that because that's Good. I love keeping my fingers on the pulse of that and and starting the conversation, keeping it going, and facilitating it in any way I can. So yeah. yeah, all about that. Well, great stuff there. Gave us a lot of nuggets of wisdom already. Just for a few minutes. <laughs> I don't know about that. But. <laughs> so terrific. So we talked about just one specific inspirational quote or mantra, but talk specifically with life equals. What is it for you, Kyle, that that inspires you to come to work every day? That that drives you to do what you do. Well. When we started this, we said, I have a need for a product. That's how a lot of small businesses start. But it really moved beyond that really quickly because we heard about uh, an orphanage in Mozambique that had this issue with their children not getting the nutrition that they need. And so we kind of started to dig into that and said, okay, well, what's, what's going on there? We're taking these products to make our lives even better. But this small supplement can make such a huge impact on a child's life. So we started digging into that. And the thing that really drives us and the thing that I really push for in front of all of our customers and our people who are investing in life equals either on a social level or on an actual commerce level by buying our products is, and this is a crazy statistic, one third. So one out of every three children that dies in the world does so because they don't have access to the most basic nutrients that we all take for granted. That's, that's pretty profound. It's pretty crazy. Like how could that happen? Well, I mean, we've been supplementing these child's lives and helping them keep from starving, which is something, right? That's a good start. Corn, soybeans, rice. Unfortunately, a lot of that food isn't what it was. Big agriculture, which is something that I kind of get into from my organic farming past. We've been giving this food to these children, but it's not nourishing them. So there's this idea of hidden hunger, which is this underlying uh, undernourishment that happens even if the kids aren't starving. So you can have overweight, obese Americans that are still undernourished. They're not getting those micronutrients. And that's the big driving force behind what we're doing. We know that we can make excellent quality products that are 100% made in America and at the same time helping to change on a on a village by village basis how these children are growing up and giving them the opportunity to go to school because they're not getting sick, which means they can get an education, which means they can get a job and that breaks that poverty cycle. So we're talking about radical changes. Yeah. by doing what we're doing. Yeah, and man, I, I love that story. And, and, and I love this this mentality because, you know, personally for me, I, I have a background in, in nonprofit organizations and, and too often we'd have businesses that would come and want to partner with us and we wouldn't really understand why. We yep. wouldn't understand how their mission tied with ours. But I love this new wave, this new story. It makes complete sense for you all to be involved uh, with the social cause that you're involved with because of your, your main business. You're weaving that into your yep. business plan. And I think that's just such a tremendous story and a tremendous message to anyone looking to do this kind of thing. You know, tie it to your mission. Yeah, it has, to, it, to, yeah, it has to be a real win-win and it has to be something that you believe and really buy into every day. You're not going to do it. Yeah. I mean, it costs us a lot of our investment in the company to do that donation. So, I mean, we are really, really tied to it. And our nonprofit partner is amazing. And, they've, and they they love that we're telling their story. And so for us to capture that story of that need and passing that on to our customers in the most direct way is one of the hardest things that we do. Yeah. No, terrific stuff. You actually just answered the next two, three questions. I don't want answers. So nicely um, done. You're just throwing lots of great nuggets. Yeah. So terrific. Um, but no, great stuff. Great information. So let's see here where we're at now. Okay, so so we've talked about the mission and the inspiration. I want to kind of break into a section now where we are going to dig into a little bit more of the mechanics of, of Life Equals. Yeah. So a lot of the organizations that I, I interview are, in fact, the majority are, are for-profits. Some are non-profits and some are kind of a, a hybrid structure. Right. And so I wonder if you talk about your structure 
your business structure to the extent that you're comfortable and tell us about how successful that's been. We've talked a little bit about how that helped you in Whole Foods and that kind of thing. So if you could just kind of expand on that idea. Yeah, absolutely. So we call ourselves, you know, either a social enterprise or a not just for profit. Okay. Uh, Seiko Designs is an amazing uh, shoe and apparel company that's out of the Northwest. Uh, They support women in Africa to help them break that education uh, gap. So as we think about ourselves as this not just for profit, that means that we need to find a nonprofit that we can have that uh, giving flow through to. So the way that we structure it is as a for-profit company here in Missouri, and as we uh, formulate our products, we own the formulations, we own the products, we own that brand, and it's that partnership with a group called Vitamin Angels. That's a 5013C. They're out of California. They've been around for 20 years. So they're really well established. They're over 90% efficient. So we know when we're giving to them, it's reaching the children that they need it to be. So that's how we structure it. You know, we are a for-profit company. We haven't done the B corporation. Uh, we've definitely thought about it as you're developing a small company. You know, you're running full steam down this headlong track that's <laughs> yeah. usually not well lit. Yep. So that's something that we definitely want to circle back to. Okay. Um, but. We we keep track of every single vitamin that we sell. We have a, a counter that's on our website that's get updated every single day with new orders that come through, and they show how much we're donating. So it's really transparent. And that's another big thing is being extremely transparent with your structure. So Patagonian companies like that uh, that are doing 1%, that's awesome. They're very, very transparent about how much it is, and they, and they update it. There's some people in our industry that donate to Vitamin Angels, which is excellent. I would encourage any of our competitors to donate to them, but most of them aren't doing it in a very clear way. So it seems kind of oblique. We do one for one. Tom's was really innovative in kind of birthing that business idea and that model, and I'm really glad that a lot of people have picked it up because as a customer, you can buy into that because you know how much is getting donated. And with a solid nonprofit partner, we know where that's going and we can see and document that story and again, bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, again, just another key point that, that you're really making here that I think is really important for anyone listening in right now is that the one for one model, in a sense, is almost automatic transparency. Yep. It's just very clear yep. and it's tied in then to your overall business model, your mission statement. And it's ideally tied into who you are as an organization, which is absolutely true in your case, absolutely true in Tom's case. And I would hope that any organization adopting that model, it's, it's true for them as well. Yep. But it's just this very straightforward model that, that the folks understand. Don't have to dig through 20 pages of a business website to figure out who they're donating to and then still wonder why. That's right. And <laughs> it's so, very straightforward. And so part of your, the second part of your question there was like, hey, how successful have you been? Well, we have customers that have had subscriptions with us for years, which is unbelievable. I mean, we started to launch the brand in 2011 with one product. Now we have 10, but as we've grown and brought on more products, we've had customers much longer than they would normally stick with the brand because they understand what they're doing and how that's affecting not just them, but this global community. And that's something that people can buy into. So I think if you tell the story right, then you can see the payback from that and the success and the buy-in from your from your your fans and that's what that's when it really starts to gel and that's kind of where life equals is at right now yeah i I love that message about what a cause-based story can do for loyalty and and keeping people really coming back your way because they believe in what you're doing absolutely yeah and And you have to be doing it i mean if you're not doing it people can smell that out and that's where a lot of these corporations that are going green or doing all these really oblique (laughs) adjectives (laughs) it's hard to understand what the heck is really going on there yeah yeah, we, we do tend to smell that pretty quick and yeah. move in a different direction. That's right. Yeah, so that's that's 
a good change. <laughs> Terrific stuff. Love, love that. So, you know, we talked about how successful this model has been. So while we're on that subject, talk to us about the organizational accomplishment or, or the achievement with life equals that you're most proud of today. I mean, it, it seems really simple, but it's all about how many children we're reaching. So that number is over 368,000 children's multivitamins. And you have a ticker on your website, That's right? right. I remember so, seeing that. Yeah, yeah, so that's people terrific. could go online and, and check see. it out and see where we're at, and they can see the progress and understand where the movement's at, which is really exciting. So to us, that's the that's the number, right? That's the that's the goal. That's the you know the the headlamp shining down the path and showing us where we're going is that donation. So when we hit a, hit a half a million, that's going to be a huge day for us. And then a million, and then two million, and as this ramps up, we'll be hopefully one of the biggest contributors to that nonprofit, Vitamin Angels, and really supporting that program, that Thrive to Five program, because uh, that's really the one that we're donating to. They have three different programs. We specifically give to children that are six months to 60 months of age, so zero to five. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that response because it really highlights something I suspected when I started these interviews and have definitely confirmed as I go through. That's why I, I love this question so much is because I was pretty sure I wanted to kind of talk about what's different with a cause-based business. And I yep. was pretty sure when I talked about measurement, the way specifically when they, how they measured success, that answer would look different. And you've really just fallen right in line with everyone I've interviewed in that. Good. Your measurement, the first thing you responded with, certainly the bottom line is important and you have to measure that and you have to look at that in any business. But that wasn't the first thing you led with. Yeah. Right. It was the number of children you impacted. And I love that. And that, again, is just a theme with everyone that I've, I've interviewed is you can you can see where their central focus is. And, you know, we talk about being genuine with it. That's a piece that people start to smell right away. If you yeah. don't have that at your core, yeah. if that's not a piece of how you measure success, people find it out. They'll find you out. And so yeah. I, I love that good. response. Good. Well, you passed the smell test. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have any doubts that you would. But, <laughs> yeah, okay. just, uh, but definitely a message to my listeners, just something very consistent. That, that I'm hearing, you know, if you're if you're starting or looking at starting a venture like this, think about how you measure success because that's really, I think, what defines a major piece of social entrepreneurship yeah, and a cost-based business. Yeah, and absolutely. And if it's not at your core and that's not the thing that you're really driving to, don't feel bad about it. I mean, don't. I mean, business is extremely hard. This is the hardest thing. I've ever had to do. And I would say that I have a five-month-old at home, so maybe that's the hardest thing ever right. <laughs> is raising a new uh, new baby with my wife. But business is extremely difficult. It's very challenging, and there's a lot of hurdles that you have to jump. If this isn't something that you want to have at your core and that's something that you want to strive towards, that's okay. I mean, that's this isn't like the newest requirement. If you don't do this, then you're just another business nobody cares about. There are a lot of great businesses that aren't social enterprises. But if you're going to do it, you better do it right and you better be really pushing towards it um, or you'll quickly find out just from yourself how dedicated you are to it because business is extremely tough. So now as a social enterprise, you have to succeed as a business and at the same time, you have to tell this whole other story. And that's really that dichotomy is really tough. Do we talk about the premium quality of our products because they're amazing or do we tell a story about the one for one and which one of those goes first? And that's something that I think 20 years from now, we still may not have hammered out because it's both. Right. And that's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the key is it, it, it's, it's woven together and that's what really distinguishes you, but it, it presents its own set of challenges. That's right. That's for sure. And I really appreciate what you said there too, by the way, because I, and I've, I've said this in one way or another, but you really encapsulated it a lot better than I have, is that I never want to come off and I would never want social entrepreneurship to come off as if we're saying we're automatically better. 
It's not a good or a bad thing, but it is a different thing. We have a different set of needs. We have a different set of challenges, and so maybe a different set of resources we use. But that certainly doesn't mean that we're you know, automatically better or worse, because I think that mentality can lead to some fairly unproductive conversations. And I've seen those kinds of conversations happening sometimes, and it's unfortunate, because yeah. you are right. And you can have a watered-down product. I mean, if you're, sure. if you're just trying to tell a story and you don't have a core product behind it, no matter how good the movement is, people aren't going to buy into it. And that's, the, I think one of the really hard things that nonprofits have is it's really hard for them to offer the service or the value because everything's changing so quickly. You know, the person who is philanthropic and wants to support something doesn't want to just write a check. They want it to be more involved with the core ethics of who they are. And that's what social enterprise has to offer them. You're already buying this product. Let us tell you this story and involve this in your personal ethics and that's something that can last a lot further rather than just writing a check because that's something that you feel should happen. Yeah. And that's what's interesting. So it's not that one of those two is better than the other, but it offers a new set that can pull people into giving back that may not have the resources to or may not feel that they have the resources to. Yeah. Or may not have gotten connected in any kind of traditional way before. That's exactly this is a new right. way for them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Love that message and that new mentality. So I want to stick on this note of success for just, just a minute longer. One thing that, that I've found is, is really important that my audience is really curious about is measurement. Um, specifically of, of impact. So you talked about measuring the number of, of lives that you've impacted. Mm-hmm. What are the kinds of measures? So, so t- unpack that just a little bit. Is that that you've, you've gotten a, a multivitamin in their hands or how do you how do you track that? Is that tracked for your nonprofit? Yes, absolutely. So okay. we track how many we donate and we report that back to our nonprofit. So most of those have already been donated, but some of them are still in the donation because we don't you know write them a check every day. That would be a little bit unbelievable right. <laughs> to track. So some of those vitamins have already been uh, given to children. Some of those have been, uh, are preparing to be processed and created here in the United States. So it's all along the stream. But one thing that we don't do that helps people feel more comfortable is if, you know, let's say you buy a t-shirt from us or you buy an omega-3 and you don't like it, we have a hundred percent money back guarantee, but we don't take back that donation. So it's kind of a one-way stream. Okay. But it's all it's all along the process of where it's at. Some of them, you know, some of those kids have been getting fed those vitamins for over a year now. Some of them have are getting the bottles now. And so that's kind of all along the process. Mm-hmm. And the way that happens is the World Health Organization sets that formulation for that children's multivitamin because that's a question that we get a lot is well, what product are you giving them is it just as good or is it something else or so that product is really specifically formulated by who and unicef specifically for those children because they know what they're not getting and they know what they need vitamin a vitamin c etc that product is made here in the united states for our nonprofit, and then they have distribution channels like you mentioned earlier in 44 countries worldwide and 33 states domestically. So their reach is amazing. And that was something that we had to come up with, you know, make it kind of a crossroads in our planning early on. Are we going to set up a 5013C and make the donations and figure out how to get them to that orphanage in Mozambique? Or are we going to find a partner? And thank God we found a partner because we would have drowned. There's no way that we could have set up both of those processes. because That's two whole businesses. One business is hard enough. So we were lucky to find Vitamin Angels. Uh, they have such a great reach, and their follow-through is excellent. They document it. They tell a great story online, so you can really see that impact and understand it. Yeah, and I think, again, you've, you've, you've echoed what, what I've heard a lot, too, is that it oftentimes, I mean, generally, I don't see too many of these businesses starting their own 
nonprofit for the reason you just mentioned. Running <laughs> one business is tough enough. That's right. But if you can find that partner that really aligns with your vision, it sounds like you all have found a terrific one yes. in Vitamin Angels. And that that's key, is finding that solid partnership. And once you can establish that, you can really allow both organizations to do what they do best that's and connect exactly on right. that where they where they work together. Yep. So yeah, I love that that mentality and, and very important message because I would be afraid, you know, if a business yeah. got bogged down trying to start their own nonprofit, like, well, I can't do this. Now I got to go do this yep. when they could have just had a partner that it would have worked really well with. So yep. good, good message there. The last thing on measurement I wanted to ask you about, we talked about customers that you do stick with you because they're a part of your story. Do you guys have a way that, that you measure that or, or track that? For longevity with our customers? Yeah. For, in other words, recurring. It sounds like there's a su- subscription-based plan, so that's maybe part of how you track it. Is yep. Okay. Yep. So we so can see, yeah, so we can see how long someone has been with us. You know, if we go in and do the physical math, we can figure out how much they've done it, and that's a story that we like to tell them on, on an annual basis. Okay. So some customers will buy, you know, one time, a couple times a year. Some of those customers, as you described are on our monthly subscription. So they're getting their multivitamin every single month shipped to them. Or, you know, we have some people that get eight bottles of product shipped to them every single month. So they're making an enormous impact every single month. With our new website, so that's part of what we're doing here at Spark Lab, this business accelerator, is we are getting ready to reboot our website and integrate some new technology into that to allow individuals to be able to have an automatic updating counter on how many they've donated which is really exciting. It's a very individualized thing. Absolutely. Specific to them. Exactly. I love that. Yeah, so like we have a couple in uh, Raymore who have gotten multivitamins, God, since the first one, as soon as we brought that product on, and that was in the fall of 2011. And they've gotten their, each their own bottle every single month since, since then. So this year will be their three-year anniversary coming up here in a few months. I know how much they've done it if I go back and calculate it, but we're going to have it automatically done. So that way, as a customer goes on their back end and looks at their Life Eagle subscription, they can say, I've affected, you know, 1,250 kids or days of health. And so that's an important part to the story that we're going to be able to enhance and tell people better, which we're really excited about. I, I love that. Making that story personal and tying yes. these people in individually to the cause. That's right. That's terrific. That's really strong. Cool. Really, really strong stuff. Yeah, I, I really love that. So great stuff. Okay, so we've talked uh, about success. But as we both know, any entrepreneurial journey, especially a cause-based entrepreneurial journey, has its ups and downs. So can you talk to us, we've talked about the organizational accomplishment you're most proud of. Talk to us about a setback, though, a time where you just fell and how you came back from that. Well, I mean, there's so many small setbacks and every day seems like there's something that's slowing down and everything takes longer than you want it to. So I'm trying to think of a specific event um, that slowed us down. We have a unique part to our business in that we are having a product manufactured for us and then we're selling that again to a customer. So we're not a software as a service company. We're not, uh, and it's a digestible, right? So it's something someone has to take and actually ingest in their body. Mm -hmm. So we have to get that doctor, our doctor panel to, to agree on the formulation and set it. Then we have to have our manufacturing partners make it for us and then send it back. And so, uh, this isn't a concrete specific example, but getting that product made for us and shipped here on a timely basis and out to our customers and having there be no issues with that takes a lot of dedication. And that can be, you know, that's been 
kind of one of my biggest headaches is monitoring that process because we want to make sure that our products are exactly what they say they are and they work exactly how we say they're going to. So with our products, you know, all of the ingredients are brought into the manufacturer and they're all quarantined and they're tested to make sure that it's 100% pure and it is exactly what it says it is, which meets FDA guidelines. So we've had products that have been delayed because they found an issue in the raw ingredient. You would think that would be a problem, but to me, that ensures that we are in fact doing what we say we're doing. So yes, the product is delayed and I have to go to Whole Foods and I have to go to Hy-Vee, have to call my customers or send them an email and say, hey, we're going to be two weeks late on this because this is what happened. But that level of transparency is what sets us apart. So that's something that has been kind of a, a setback for us at times is making sure that everything flows seamlessly, yeah. which is really difficult. <laughs> but it sounds like that that transparency in your story often helps you come back from that. My, my... And, and, and that's a good point, right? So as your listeners are going out and starting their ventures, if you have a setback and there's a problem, tell people. They almost love to hear it. Not because they love to hear that you fell down, but they love to know that you're being open with them and you're being clear and explaining to them what's going on and you're and that isn't bringing them into the story so whether it's the ups or the downs or the sideways if you share those with your community in a meaningful way that's how you come back from a potential setback and make it you know a part of your movement absolutely great great message and i can say that's true in what i'm doing that my most popular blogs have been the ones where i was just very open and i was struggling with something yep you know and i was honest about that and honest about what i was going through because we all go through these things. Oh, absolutely. We're all humans. And, yeah, so and, we all put our uh, pants on one leg at a time. Yeah. So, <laughs> don't make yourself out to be this person that has to be perfect or then you really are setting yourself up for a problem. Exactly. turns out we like relating to people who are a lot like us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and we're a lot more similar than we might like to think uh-huh. by and large. So great. Great stuff. So we've talked about some successes. We've talked about some setbacks. Talking a little more generally now. Talk to me about unique advantages you have running a social enterprise over a traditional enterprise. Well, I mean, so as brands go into market, especially with our market, so picture it, right? You're looking at a wall of vitamins in your store and boy, they all look pretty similar. Some of them have different colors, maybe they're different sizes, but by and large, they all look really similar. So how do you stand out? How do you tell a message? That could be, you know, that you're making a new bicycle and you want to have your bicycle stand out or you're making shoes that are a new style. Tom's had a new style shoe, but it was the story that got them the L.A. Times article that launched them in a success. So a lot of companies have to figure out how their widget is different and then explain that to people. We have to start with a quality product as a social enterprise, but you have this enormous advantage to tell an amazing story. So this whole marketing budget that I would spend on, you know, sponsored athletes or some really bulky, hunky looking guy or some really awesome looking, you know, professional woman athlete, I tell a story of how we're changing children's lives and that's what matters. And it makes it a lot easier on us to create content and tell a compelling story over the long haul because we have a movement. We're not just promoting our products and we're not just, you know, paying an athlete to wear our watch on the golf course or something like that. So it's a lot more direct. Yeah. Tell your story and create a movement. That's I, I right. I love that. That's that's terrific. And and a tremendous advantage that we have. Absolutely. Tremendous advantage. Great stuff. What about some unique disadvantages? 
that a social enterprise has over a traditional. Well, now you have to tell two stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is hard because now you have to talk about how awesome your product is. And tell about the story. See, so, you know, which one that's that dichotomy we talked about earlier. Is it this one or is it that one? Is this one or that one? So we constantly play back and forth between, you know, doctor formulated, premium quality, made in America products. And you have the ability to change someone else's life. Every day that you better your life, you're helping someone else's life become better. So, you know, a better you creates a better world. It's kind of our mission statement, if you will. But that's the difficult part is now you have to tell two stories, which can be, you know, only have a second. People are only looking at you for a split second of time because they're overwhelmed with, you know, junk email, with billboards, with TV commercials, and you're just constantly being marketed to. So telling two stories can be, a, you know, it's an upside and it's a downside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what I hear that called often is, you know, talking about this double or triple bottom line. Yep. It's fun talking about that, but you're right. It's, it's a unique disadvantage because you're measuring more yep. and tracking more and yep. doing more. Uh, in a lot of ways than, yep. than a traditional business. So, That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Well, that is uh, the main part of, of that section where we just talk about the mechanics of, of the business. And I, I love a lot of the nuggets that you've, you've shared with our audience. I know I'll be chewing on it for quite a while good. here. And I, I know Change Nation will dig right into a lot of what you talked about because you've gotten very specific and just really appreciate your openness with that because this is a really important movement uh, that you're spearheading here that we're all hopefully becoming a part of. And so you've just shared some great insights. So thank you very much for, for that section. Well, it's my pleasure. We're going to go into the last section now, and this is my favorite section. It's a pretty quick section. I call it the Blitz. Oh, boy. It's where I throw a lot of, of one-off questions at you just to give you the chance to give some quick answers and quick uh, resources and feedback for, for our listeners of Change Nation. So, All right. Do I have any call of friends or phone friends here? If I... <laughs> no lifelines, unfortunately. Dang it. You All can right. maybe, maybe talk to Tommy. Over okay, here Tommy, <laughs> hope you can back me up here. <laughs> but uh, no, it just, just gives you the chance. So hopefully, hopefully a lot of fun. So you ready to rock and roll here, Kyle? Let's do it, Josh. All right. Sounds good. Who's your hero? Kyle. Oh, who's a hero? So, uh, you know, maybe an unusual character. So the woman's name is Vandana Shiva. So she is an Indian woman who grew up in India, uh, studied astrophysics. I mean, she's a genius. And as a part of that, she realized that our food isn't what it used to be and seed sovereignty and there's a whole movement around what's really happening with our food system in America, which is why we're starting a supplement company is to help kind of fill in that need that we're not getting. But she is a woman that has done amazing things. And I actually, she just came to Kansas City here recently. We were able to see her at Unity Temple in person. So that was fantastic. Terrific. Great stuff. Best piece of advice you've ever received. Oh, man, there's a lot. That's, you know, being a part of Spark Lab and being a part of all the mentorship here, we've got a lot of pieces. What's one? One thing. That's that maybe the hardest point. Um, the harder you work, the luckier you get. The harder you work, the luckier you get. It's, I love it. I, mean, it's I actually love a, it. That's a Gary Player quote, yeah. but it's, it's, a, it's a real mentality. And a teacher that I had in college, uh, Dennis Dave, taught construction at – Kansas State University said, the harder you work, the luckier you get, i.e. you better be pouring everything you have into everything that you do. And if you do that, there's going to be some some wins that come your way as a part of that, Yeah, which is interesting. Terrific. The harder you work, the luckier you'll be. Love it. Love it. Love it. What's your favorite tool you're using right now? It could be an online tool like an Evernote, something like that. The favorite tool you're using right now to grow Life Equals? 
Oh man, that's tough. I do love Evernote. I've started using that. Uh, my wife and I collaborate on that. Yeah, it's it's kind of bad how much I'm on there now. That's, that's right. <laughs> it turns yeah. everyone into an organization junkie. So I guess that's a good thing. That's good. Yeah. Um, oh man, a tool. Well, this may be an odd tool, but we're going to be rebuilding our platform on Shopify. Okay. So this is something that might be interesting to some of your listeners out there because a lot of these social enterprises happen to be product companies. It's easy to understand when I give make one, I can give one or something to that effect. So Shopify is an e-commerce platform that allows you to really quickly set up your uh, website and start sharing your goods with the world. So we're on a different platform now, but we're moving to Shopify. And so we've been geeking out about that a lot lately. <laughs> Shopify. <laughs> yeah, Shopify. Terrific. There you go. Terrific. Well, in Change Nation, as you know, as always, I will post links in the show notes to everything that Kyle's chatting about here. And for my sake, Kyle, can you tell me the name of your hero one more time? I might even it's, have to... Yeah, it's a Vandana Shiva. Vandana Shiva. Okay. Yep, and, yep there you go. I'll, I'll look that up, see if I can get in the show notes if I can't find her all. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I might send you a note you back up. Yeah, but I will put everything... Uh, in the show notes so they can easily link into that. But thanks for that. That's Shopify. I've yep. heard of it before, but I'll need to check it out too. There's a lot of e-commerce platforms. I mean, yeah. it's a good one because it's in the middle of the range. It's not a huge shop like Warby Parker or Tom's, but it's going to give you more functionality than, you know, like a WordPress site with e-commerce built in. There's a big difference there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrific stuff. So, okay. I just lost my place. Here it is. Here it is. Fun escape you turn to when social business gets you down. Oh, man. Um, I have a lot of hobbies. I kind of think of myself as a renaissance man. My wife kind of gets driven crazy by that. But um, we live in the uh, urban core here in Kansas City, Missouri. So we live in Midtown, kind of right by the Truce Corridor, which is a real resurging community. It's also one of the oldest neighborhoods in the city. So we've lived in a house that was built in 1900. And we're actually restoring another house that was built in 1897. So as crazy as it may seem, for me, one of the best releases that I can do that helps me kind of recenter myself is actually rebuilding these historic homes. Because I know when I go there and I you know, put this piece of wood against this piece of wood, something is going to come out exactly how I thought it would. And that's not always true when you're running a business. In fact, it may never be true. <laughs> right, right. But you, you know, go out on this mission to do something, and it's going to turn out like you thought it would. So it's kind of relieving to have something work out on a timely basis and rebuild your confidence. And then you go back and you know hit it again. I, I, I love that. I absolutely <laughs> love that. That's that's amazing. just finding that thing to do that just lets you unplug. Yep. Whatever that is. Yep. But I. It's, Really great one in your case. Kyle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have that. to constantly be building yourself back up again. I mean, the world's a tough place. Getting your brand out there, getting your company, your mission, your movement, especially when you have a mission and a movement, you're not just selling your product. Yeah. When you really care about it and you're affecting other people's lives, you want it to succeed. But that doesn't mean that everybody else is going to clamor for your product. I mean, it takes a lot of work to push this ball up the hill. And so you kind of need to resupport yourself along the way. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'll look forward to coming and seeing the restored house. There you go. Days. That's love right. To, love to check that out. Best book you're digging into right now? The best book. Or dug into recently? Um, oh, man. Hmm. Try to be on topic. I read a lot of crazy books. Um. So I'm not going to tell you a book. I'm going to tell you a magazine. There we go. That'll so work. I've been a huge National Geographic fan. And it's, you know, it's kind of geeky. I've always read it since I was in middle school and I never miss an issue. And I think the reason is, is because it's really tying in what's happening in the world and what are some of the greatest needs, what are some of the greatest accomplishments 
you know, what are the wild places in the world? And I think having that broader vision is really, really important. And the interesting thing about a periodical versus a book is constantly rebuilding itself. Yeah. Every issue is a new subject and it's timely and it's current. So I can understand, you know, what are the people going through in Egypt after the revolution? You know, what's happening in the Amazon with us growing soybean rather than rainforest? And those things tie into who you are as a person. And it helps me believe in the movement and continue to, to go down this path and tell my own story. Yeah. So there you go. I'm a fellow magazine junkie, so I appreciate the response. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> love, it, love it. Okay, last thing before we let you share anything else you want to share. Um, in one sentence, the first thing that everyone can do to start changing the world. Oh, change yourself. I mean, that's it. I mean, it's, if, you, if you don't believe in what you're doing and you aren't working hard to better yourself, then how can you possibly have an impact on somebody else? I think... You know, with another quote, since you're a quote junkie, I'm just going to keep throwing these <laughs> there out there. Go. You know, Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world, which is kind of an adulteration of what he really said. But it's a simplification. And that's just ultimately true. If you want to change the world, change yourself and then go out there and start doing it. Yeah. Terrific stuff. Well, Kyle, just before I close this out, I want to give you the chance to share any last tidbits you'd like to share that you felt we missed out on. And just let folks know the best way to get in touch with you. Yeah. And then we'll go ahead and say goodbye. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll you know put myself at risk here and I'll throw out my own email address. Uh, it's kyle at life-equals.com. You know, I, I co-founded this business with a couple other amazing people, but I'm the person that's kind of shouldered the responsibility of being the person when something ultimately goes wrong, they come to me and that's my responsibility as kind of the CEO or the chief giving officer, whatever you want to call it. And so if you have a question or your readers want to share their story with me and get feedback, you know, uh, I would implore them to reach out. And again, it's Kyle at life-equals.com. You can go to our website, lifeequals.com. There's lots of information on what we're doing. And one of the best roadmaps that helped us build our business was looking at other businesses and understanding what works for them, what doesn't, what do I like, what do I not like, and just building by example can save you a lot of time. Terrific. Well, Kyle, can't thank you enough for today. Absolutely. You've been incredibly generous with your time and just some amazing insight for us. I, I love these nuggets we have here today, telling your story, building that crusade. If you ignore your cause, it eats away at your soul That's a little right. bit every day. I mean, just a couple major highlights, but of, of many, many, many great nuggets that you've given us today. So, just really appreciate you. I want to thank you again for your time. Thank you for letting us come here and visit you all in this space. Yeah, absolutely. Love doing a live interview. Change Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Thanks, Josh. Well, hey, thanks again for tuning in today. Remember, if you liked this interview, if you've listened this far, we want you to be a part of our community at Social Change Nation. So come over and visit us at socialchangenation.com. Sign on. We will give you a free e-guide, the 10 keys for building a successful cause-based business. These are lessons we've learned from our interviews with social entrepreneurs all over the world. We'd love to have you as a change agent in Social Change Nation. Until next time.